Welcome to the Hidden Palace with... I need fruit. Good morning, afternoon, evening, or night, wherever you are in the world. I am not Skyblaze, and this is the Hidden Palace on Radio Sega. Hello, everyone. I'm trying to use my calm voice. <laughs> How are we doing this evening? Happy uh, opposite day on Saturday. Uh, thank you for joining us here on Radio Sega as we um, talk a bit about homebrew game development and is especially game basic and the sega saturn uh i'm really nervous for this show so i hope i do skyblaze proud uh and they they appreciate that i, I at least tried i wrote a script and everything so um yes oh and by the way a little surprise for you i'm about to drop into the chat room uh, i actually wrote a little game in basic for you guys to play <laughs> during the show uh, little disclaimer to people who may not be familiar with Radio Sega's all Radio Sega shows. Uh, I'm a bit of a Radio Sega nerd myself, so some of the uh, the questions it's a text-based adventure. Some of the questions are pretty kind of deep cuts into the Radio Sega community. So at the end of the show, I'll be providing you with the answers as well i'm going to drop like a notepad uh like a text file into the discord now and then you just follow the instructions it's got a couple of instructions and then just copy and paste the basic code i wrote into the web browser compiler thing and then you should be able to play it um i think i should probably also talk about the fact that in one hour's time we've got saturday night sega bringing the hype of saturday night with uh not gavi of course, uh, Green Viper, the uh, the man um, who runs stuff around here. I was going to curse. Can, can I can I curse around here? I guess I can. Um, Hidden Palace. Are you allowed to do? That? I don't know. We've also got Chip Tune Corner coming up as well. But um, for now, I think I should play you some tunes, drop the game into the Discord, and then we'll be when we come back, we'll talk about Game Basic and the Sega Saturn and Homebrew video game making and all that goodness and um because i normally host the arcade show i kind of went a bit crazy with the sonic music because it's one kind of genre that i'm not able to play very often so uh there's a lot of sonic adventure in here i don't know what that means but let's kick this show off with a tune um beyond the falling sun uh, launch base and sunset park um by Silix, and it's part of the sonic zone remix competition and it's a tune so uh We'll see you in about eight minutes for some facts. Thank you. 
After that two-song music block, uh, what did we play you there? We played you the Sonic's Rezone competition, the one I just introduced, and then after that we played you Bockfresh from Jet Set Radio Future. Okay, let's talk basic. So in 1998, Bits Laboratory released Game Basic for the Sega Saturn. It's an easy way for programmers to write games on the Saturn without having it, like an expensive development kit. What is BASIC? Let's go there first. A BASIC stands for Beginner's All-Purpose Symbolic Instruction Code. Yep, very catchy. It's a, a family of general-purpose, high-level programming languages with, with a design philosophy of ha- making it ease, easy to use, hence the fact I could write a game 
using it. Um, the original version was uh, designed by John G. Kenmeny and Thomas E. Kurtz. You see, this is where the uh, pronunciation is going to do me in. Uh, and it was released at Dartmouth College in 1964. Uh, they wanted to enable students in fields other than science and mathematics to use computers because back in those days, you had to be big brain to use uh, computers. Now, um, they'll let anyone with a computer on the radio and to chat about basic. Uh, at the time, nearly all um, use of computers required rusting, uh, writing custom software, which is um, something only scientists and mathematicians tended to learn. Uh, the first home computer version was um, uh, of BASIC was written by Microsoft. Um, it was written by Bill Gates, of course, and Paul Allen. And there would be about 30 variations of um, different forms of BASIC, because one of the issues with BASIC is that although it was easy to use, it wasn't very portable. So, um, yeah, it's kind of like... Uh, uh, sorry, I'm reading the chat and they're reading the script. It's not right. Uh, Resident SE says, My first programming was in BASIC back in the day, either on C64 or via Quick Basic on the PC. And it's excellent you mentioned Quick Basic, so we're going to get onto that in a second. Um, <laughs> uh, Ravseek said, uh, Oh, he's talking about the game. So, yeah, if you've just tuned in, we've got a, a little basic game for you guys to play. Uh, I hope you guys are enjoying it. Uh, Gary said, That is a very cool thing. Thank you, mate. Cheers. Um, Let's uh, let me go back to my script now. <laughs> this is good. This is fine. Uh, basic isn't a compiled language, which means uh, can can I explain what a compiler is on the fly? Let's see. Uh, a compiler, uh, you you push the code into a compiler, and then it does stuff in it, and then it spews out machine code that the computer can understand. So it basically goes from English or whatever your native language is uh, that you're writing in, uh, puts it through a little black box, and then it comes out in a language the computer can understand. So, yes. Um, <laughs> you can Google it. A compiler basically makes code super quick to run on a computer because it's speaking the same language. However, basic doesn't. It runs code uh, line by line. And if you have a look at my game, you will actually see the code has uh, line numbers, so 0, 0, and then 10, and then 20, and then 30, and so on. And um, it actually runs it in real time. So BASIC is super, super slow um, compared to other programming languages. Um, there's, there's always a trade-off, right? If it's really easy to learn, then it's going gonna, it's gonna to be slow. If you want to code in ones and zeros, then it's, that's the fastest program you could possibly write. But you would be a psycho to do something like that. Um, anyway... <laughs> Uh, where am I? Am I? Let, let's have one more paragraph and then I'll play some more music, right? Uh, so basic isn't a compiled language. This is what I've just explained. Good. Uh, which means the computer reads the code line by line in real time. Well done, I need fruit. Excellent. Uh, which is very slow. So in the late 80s, game developers decided to come up with their own solutions to use basic fast enough to run code. Uh, a famous example of this is Worms by Team17 uh, ran a form of basic called Blitz Basic. Anyone remember Worms? I love Worms. I am a god with the super sheep. You, I can get the super sheep through all sorts of caverns and all sorts of... Um, tricky situations, and yeah, yeah I'm, I'm an expert. Um, uh, Skyblaze, <laughs> they come in with a very uh, uh, astute point here. Basic is an interpreted language as opposed to most modern languages which are compiled. See, this is why you're. This is why you run the Hidden Palace. Like that makes that's that's what I was trying to say, but she did it in a sentence. Uh, they did it in a sentence. Sorry. Um, okay, right. So. Let's play you some more music and uh, yes, excellent time to um, to say that I've put a Dynamite, Dynamite Heady track in, in the show. You know how much it hurts me to do an arcade show and not be able to play any Dynamite Heady? Well, finally, I have been released. We've also got a request from Electric Boogaloo and right at the end of this music block, because um, they're quite short tracks, we've got a Streets of Rage free remix. And then when we come back, we will talk a bit more about BASIC and how Sega and BASIC are connected. We'll see you after this block of music. Hey, 
and welcome back up to that very relaxing streets of rage rave track excellent pick there i need fruit okay <laughs> we are having believe it or not a very very intelligent conversations in the discord by the way if you're listening in and you want to come and join us radiose.ga forward slash discord um yeah, we're all talking about basic and stuff. It, it, it makes a change from Club Sega, where everyone just throws insults at me. Everyone's actually talking about the subject matter. It's, um, I like this show. I might never leave. I might just stay in the Hidden Palace forever. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, some great comments out there. So thank you very much. Um, we're, we're, we're talking about basic. We're talking about Visual Basic. We're talking about Visual Basic.net, C++, C Sharp, Python, all the languages. All of the languages. Um, and JavaScript is an interpreted language. I did not know that. That's crazy. Is that why everyone hates JavaScript so much? Is that the reason? <laughs> Skyplace says, mine! <laughs> okay, okay. I'll move out. I'll move out. I'm sorry. Um, if you are enjoying this, well, um, great. And if you're not, there's half an hour to wait until we start the Saturday Night Hype with Green Viper. Saturday Night Sega. Oh, let's go. All of this knowledge you're, you're getting now, all of the brain cells we're, we're growing together will be obliterated by the noise that Green Viper will bring in one half of an hour. Um, okay, let's go back to the script. <clears throat> okay. Uh, <laughs> where were we in the script? It's, it's probably something I should have done um, whilst listening to the music. Here we are. So, Sega. Yes, in 1983, Sega released a home computer the S3000, and it used a 8-bit micro under the hood. It came with Sega Basic, which was a form of Basic, of course, and that was developed by MyTech. Um, during the console wars, <laughs> the uh, um, most of the consoles, uh, most of the uh, kind of hardware was very closed and um, kind of extremely difficult to program for and hack you needed a dedicated development kits and so on and so on uh which kind of killed the homebrew kind of game uh hobbyist kind of um ugh, i should be reading the script i'm <laughs> just waving my hands there. kind of a thing uh in fact here in the uk uh where i'm based it it was actually a huge movement and uh, some people liken it to like the sort of punk movement and stuff that it was people in the, in their bedrooms coding you know c64 zx spectrum games and it was it was a really cool uh, movement this kind of homebrew stuff and of course along came consoles and killed that they they, they, they murdered it um which is a shame but uh i mean we got amazing games like sonic so you, you can't complain too much but um that's when game development from that the bedrooms around the countries uh fell out of favor so um it wasn't until 1997 where Sony released what was called the Net Yorose, uh, which is a really cool-looking black PS1. Uh, give it a Google, but don't Google too hard because you'll probably find the script that I shamelessly ripped from the internet. Uh, it was um, homebrew. Um, you can you could program quite quite easily for the PS1, but it was done in C, not Basic. And it was quite expensive, and you were only limited to 2D games you could make. So in 1998, Bits Laboratory, the guys we mentioned at the top of the show, um, they had worked on Mega CD titles like Prince of Persia and Luna Eternal Blue. They developed what was called Game Basic, which was a version of Basic that could be used um, for consoles, and it was a lot cheaper than the Net Yorose. Uh, it also had more control over the hardware. Uh, hardware we're talking about is um, the Saturn. So the, the, the Saturn obviously um, came out and uh, Bits Laboratory developed this, this, this coding language called Game Basic for it. Uh, and it was extremely powerful. Uh, you could do stuff like um, make games for light guns. Uh, you could account for like RAM expansions. You had complete control over the sound chips the graphics chips the io chips and you could develop 2d or 3d games so that was kind of huge and um unfortunately it was only released in japan so it kind of stunted the kind of that that kind of homebrew scene that we saw around the world with the stuff like the c64 and should i stop there yeah okay i'll, I'll stop there and play some more music and then we'll come back 
Okay, we're halfway through. This is this is good. This is good. I'm very conscious of running. I don't want to run over. So, um, in fact, I don't think I'm going to run over. I think I'm going to run out of songs. So, um, yeah. Let's talk a bit more about this now then. So, sorry, you're going to have to um, bear with me. Okay. Um, so, uh, it came, um, the Sega Saturn and the... Oh, uh, Rexy just posted. Oh, hang on, I should probably be checking the chat, shouldn't I? This is the problem with me reading the script. Uh, two D games on that year rose, and that looks like isometric kind of two D slash three D game to me, right? That's is that that's not using is that using polygons? No, I don't know. I don't know if I'm wrong or right on that one. Um, but yes, uh, I'll, I'll, re I'll, re I'll read the chat in a minute. Let me finish my script, guys. Just let me finish my script. <laughs> Sorry to shout at you. I don't mean this is meant to be a calm show. Sorry, I didn't mean to shout. Okay. Um, so the Saturn uh, came with a Windows CD and connector if you wanted to program games for it. So you could use, uh, you could install this disc on your Windows uh, PC, and you could actually use it as like a remote connection. A re <clears throat> you could use it as a remote terminal and actually program directly on to the Sega Saturn. So as you were tapping away on your keyboard, your Sega Saturn was plugged into your monitor or your TV, and you could actually see the code being written on the actual hardware, which is super cool, especially for the time. And um, uh, we're just chatting about interpreted languages earlier and how slow they can be. Well, Game Basic ran extremely fast, and it made the Saturn extremely viable as a hobbyist pursuit. Uh, as I mentioned before, uh, it was only released in Japan, so that kind of stunted it a bit. But yes, I have reached the end of that bit. So let's play some music now. I hope you guys are enjoying the show and you feel you're, you're getting something from it, at least. <laughs> um, yes, let's play you some music. So uh, ooh, let's kick this off with a Dungeon 2 from Fantasy Star. Excellent. Um, we have a request coming up a bit later from Nicholas Haman, and I just want to uh, say that uh, we played you Panzer Dragoon Saga last music break, uh, Rest, and that was a request from Electric Boogaloo, so thank you very much for that request. Okay, Dungeon 2, Fancy Star, and you're listening to The Hidden Palace, right here on Radio Sega.
One minute of this left, so um, enjoy this. So, okay, apparently we're super delayed, so I'm just going to do this show. I'm going to land this plane, whether it kills me or not. So, oh no, oh no. (laughs) That means that they've heard the first bit of singing, but now I'm doing the second bit of singing. (laughs) Okay, right, let's um, draw a line here. 
action, let's talk a bit more about some um, Sega Saturn goodness. Uh, oh no, let's not actually. Let's um, let's move the show forward. So welcome back to the Hidden Palace. Sorry about those technical difficulties. Um, because of that, the show will be running a bit later than ten o'clock, if you don't mind. Only because I want to play you some disaster piece music, to be honest. Uh, so why don't we um, head over and play that now? Let's go to the <clears throat> chip tune corner, 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 corner. Okay, right, we're we're in the chip tune corner now. Wow, that was fast. Uh, um, yes, let's talk a bit about disaster piece. So disaster piece. Uh, um, also known as uh, Richard Vierland, is um, a composer, multi-instrumentalist, and also uh, developed music for uh, the chiptune scene back in the day. Um, uh, The album I'm going to be focusing on is the most chiptune-y. He's done other stuff. He did Fez, which isn't really a chiptune. He's done quite a lot he, he did the soundtrack to it follows as well which is an awesome uh horror movie if you're into horror movies i i am i love horror movies um so let's talk a bit about this album before i play you some tunes from it uh rise of the Obsid- obsidian interstellar is in my opinion one of the best chip tune albums ever made uh I, i'm so pleased i get to rant and rave about this on uh, the hidden palace so uh this album was released in 2011 and uh is kind of regarded as one of the best it's not just my opinion i'm basically copying other people's opinions uh he says on his bank band page uh that many of the tracks are products of a wonderful competition i participated in called 30 songs in 30 days Uh, The album description on Bandcamp also states a small band of galactic travellers are bound together by mysterious circumstances. Meanwhile, in the darkest regions of the universe, an unparalleled force dwells on ambiguous intentions. So, um, alluding to the idea that this album is a bit of a concept album, and I've got to say, I am a sucker for a concept album. I love concept albums. Um, So... With that um, all said, uh, please sit back and enjoy these. Um, f- I've got three tracks here, so they're going to last a while. Uh, well, no, actually, let's, um, let's let's put it down to two. So I've picked two two tracks from the um, the album, and hopefully you enjoy them. I will drop the Bandcamp link into the Discord in about two minutes when you guys catch up to me. Okay, ooh, you know, time is relative and all that. So this is uh, the new formation uh, by Disaster Beast on the album Rise of the Obsidian Interstellar. You're listening to The Hidden Palace right here on Radio Sega.
And we are back, man. You ha I had to wait for that drop on the Hidden Palace bit there. <laughs> um, well, that was Disaster Piece. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, I really, really, really love that album. And uh, I love him as an artist. I think he's really interesting. And like I said, he's done a lot more uh, musical stuff. He uh, he also did the soundtrack to Hyperlight Drifter, I seem to remember. That might be a bit too loud. Turn that down. Um, so, yeah, hopefully you enjoyed that. I, I, I still think that Rise of the... In it Obsidian Interstellar is one of the finest chiptune albums ever made. Oh, that's a hill I'm willing to fight and die on. There we go. Okay. So, I think we're nearing the end of our of, of my little um, visit to the Hidden Palace. I hope you have enjoyed it. And um, do stick around in about five, uh, ten minutes time. Um, oh, I've got one more music block to play. That's that why I... Um, we've got a request from Nicholas Haman that is essential that we play. Uh, a great track. Also, shout-outs to Electric Boogaloo and uh, Nicholas Haman for requesting some tracks. That is very good. And also, they're both Saturn tracks, uh, which is very relevant to her. I think we're done with the old uh, basic. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed the, the video game that I made. I, I use video game very loosely. It's a text-based adventure. Thank you very much. Um, I wonder if I could just take that and put that on my spectrum. That would be so cool. Uh, you can draw and stuff. You can, that website, the Quick Basic website, is really interesting because you can draw like all sorts of shapes. I mean, you can do maths with it as well. So you can you can draw like circles using sine and cos. Not tan though. Don't use tan. Oh. Um, <laughs> okay. So let's play some more music, and then when we come back. Um, I will say goodbye, and we will, um, I forget what else I've got to do, I'm all, I'm all flustered now. Anyway, right, yes, play, play Nicholas Haman's request, that's the most important thing. So I'm going to play this, and then we'll play you one more track, and then we'll close out the show, yeah, cool. Alright, so this one is Nicholas Haman's request, request, this is Fisherman of the Seven Seas from Virtual Fighter 2, Saturn, Jeffrey! Jeffrey is my uh, secondary character in Virtual Fighter, um, and I suck at him, but he's so cool, so um, I don't mind losing with him. Uh, I don't mind grappling characters in fighting games either. I, I like I like the slow kind of... I, I play a tank in RPGs as well. There's something like, maybe it's because I'm such a, a weak person in real life. I'm drawn to, you know... Strong characters. Wow, that's a deep dive into my psychology we didn't need. Okay, let's just play it, shut up and play the music. This is Fisherman of the Seven Seas. Goodness me.
and we are back. Everyone's saying great show. It's not over yet. Did I say a goodbye or something? It's not over. I'm not letting you leave the hidden... None of us are leaving the hidden palace. I like it too much here, okay? No, I'm afraid Saturday Night Sega has to be cancelled. I am staying here. We're all going to sit in the hidden palace together. And I will polish my emeralds and you will just watch, okay? So... Um, okay, great. Uh, so thank you very much for tuning in. And... Um, yes. Uh... Little housekeeping, and then I will let you go, I promise. Uh, Radio Sega's Opposite Week is still going on, if you don't believe it. Uh, we have Green Viper hosting Saturday Night Sega in uh, five minutes. So please stick around for that. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait. I'm going to grab a whiskey. God, I need one. And uh, yes, and then we will be out of here. So um, make sure to tune in tomorrow as well at 8 p.m. UK time. Head over to the um, uh, Radio Sega dot net um, forward slash shows forward slash schedule to find out what time those shows will be on in your uh, local time. So yes, thank you very much for tuning in. Skyblaze, thank you very much for lending me the beautiful Hidden Palace. Uh, if you've enjoyed this, then make sure to tune in next week, same place, um, same time, uh, to hear it done even better <laughs> by the show's original host, Skyblaze. Uh, and I am out of here. So thank you very much for having me. I hope you've enjoyed yourself. And I will be leaving you with a track that I was going to request for Late in Life next week. But then I realised it had already been played in the hip-hop and rap special of Late in Life way back when, when it first aired. So... Um, I'm going to play it now just because I can. And like I said, um, hopefully this Sonic Adventure 2 track doesn't crash the stream again. And I will be, um, uh, I'll be happy with that. Okay, I'll shut up now. Thank you and goodbye. <laughs>